we are. This is episode number 17. 17. 17 of Conversations with Goddesses. And it's been so long since our last recording. I looked back. It was December 22nd since we that's last. That's crazy. We are in March. Oh my God. That's like embarrassing. The good thing is because so much time has gone by, we have hours of entertainment for you. Yes. Tons of stuff. Um, so the first thing that I wanted to touch on is I know we've mentioned him in previous episodes. Have we? Oh, I was going to say, like, uh, the first thing I want to talk about was my conversation with as being like my personal J train. If I haven't mentioned it before, uh, PD is um, I'll just he's like probably my best guy friend of the moment. We're working on a project together, um, a screenplay where uh, it's about dating and specifically some of his dating experiences. And so um, we've gotten to speak super openly and raw and honestly with each other about our dating experiences and like perspectives from our very first conversation. And it's been awesome because you know how much I love honesty and I love picking that brain and getting um, the other perspective and advice and everything. And he's done the same with me. We became through the process, like really, really good friends and um, have called each other and talked about like advice that we needed in real time. And like when he ended one of his recent relationships, I was helping him like formulate a text that was his, his breakup text, the first version he sent me. And I think he's the nicest guy. Like every time that I talk to him, I'm like, God, I wish there were like guys this nice on the dating apps here. Um, He doesn't live in Texas. It was really weird because when he um, was sending a breakup text to this girl, he'd been dating for, I want to say five or six months, like long enough that, that you have to have that conversation. And he sent me his version of the text. And I was like, um, we need to rework this. It was so, it sounded so like cold to me and, um, which I'm all about being honest, but like he signed his name at the bottom of the text. And then some of the stuff he was saying was just like going into her name at the bottom of the text. I, I know like, yeah, the breakup text was like he was getting the point across that they weren't a match and he like just had that realization they'd been through a couple of things together. And in this breakup text came off as being kind of cold, I thought, because um he was getting the point across that it just wasn't a match for him. And he had just come to that realization after a few things they'd been through together lately, which is all great. But then he almost like touched on a couple of almost too specific of details of to where I felt like maybe that's a little unnecessary. That seems like it's almost a jab or something. I was like, well, maybe you leave this part out and just, and I gave him something from my notes that I'd use as a breakup text in the past. And I was like, well, maybe we could blend these ideas and basically helped him rewrite the text because I was like, if she asks more details or like, (laughs) You know, if you tell her something and she's like, but why do you think that? Then maybe share those extra pieces of information, but that might not be necessary and it might hurt someone's feelings unnecessarily. Anyway, so he knows all about Fuckboy Zero, my entire saga with that. Like the last interaction that I had with Zero was, I think it was January 21st. And it's a text conversation we're actually going to read here in a second. Um, but I shared that whole thing with PD. And um, he was just so helpful in his perspective. Anyway, 
I love this guy. And um, it's so fun to pick his brain and see what things look like from his side. So as I've been working on this writing, I've, you know, come up with different questions. And so we had a big, you know, talk for like close to an hour yesterday because I was like, I really want to make sure that the guy characters in this screenplay are layered as much as the women. And I was like, I want to be sure that I, that I understand the vulnerabilities on the guy side of dating, because we always talk about like on the girl side, you know, when we feel gaslit and confused and misled and faded out and like, um, do they just want to me for sex? Do they just want me as leftovers in the fridge? Are they benching me? Are they like, what happened? Like, why are they go MIA and all the excuses they use, the fuckboy excuses like, oh, my phone died and everything in between. And even on J Train and You Up, those podcasts, it's always girls writing and saying that. I was thinking, I've never heard a guy write in and say, I'm feeling really gaslit by this girl, like so confusing. And like, can we figure out what she means by these tech? Like it, it's always seems to be the girls confused by or hurt. You know, I just am curious what the vulnerabilities are on the guy side. Does a guy ever feel gaslit or misled or confused or whatever, or feel like they fall for somebody and then that person was just like, you know, duping them or whatever. My guy was like, you're not the flavor of the month. I am like, oh, that, I mean, saying that's a guy being vulnerable. Yeah. And it is hard, but it is hard to tell, like, if a guy is being defensive and like their ego's bruised, so they're coming back with something, or if they're really being vulnerable, like, um, and actually PD used this example in our conversation, like if, um, um, like if a guy hits on a girl and she rejects him and then he's like, well, you're, well, you're a whore anyway, or whatever, you know, like, and comes yeah. back with something like, like that almost as like a defense mechanism or something. So it is interesting. Interesting. Like we went on all these different tangents and I was really, I'm not gender stereotyping here, but I'm saying like, if I'm representing women and he's representing men in that conversation, there were a lot of things that I was like, what? Cause I think he's like a good guy, like a good person, mm-hmm. a good, honest, like kind person. And so the fact that he had some of the perspectives and thoughts that he did, I was like, wow. So we will get to that. But first, uh, should we do the, the mm-hmm. boy zero text conversation? The last one. Okay. So we had the whole episode about canceling fuckboy zero. And then I blocked him for two months. And then I unblocked him on everything because he was like reaching out via some of my other accounts. And I he did it a few times. And after two months, I felt like I was really over it honestly. And I felt like it's now it felt petty to keep him blocked if he was reaching out. And so I unblocked him on everything. And he was like begging for a conversation, which this man, like, I mean, he just did not talk on the phone. He does not call on the phone, but he was trying to call me, call me, call me. So we had a conversation because he was begging me to come over and thinking that I had, I had misread everything and like all this stuff. So I actually recorded the conversation and I let M listen to it just so that I could like really get a third opinion on like how he's acting. And M was like horrified at the level of gaslighting this person was doing on the phone call. It was so bad. It was so bad. Like Like if you were, if it's like, if you were writing one of your scripts and you were making the guy like literally hit a checklist of all the gaslighting things that people like that do, he hit every single one of them. Oh my God. He did. So, um, that conversation (laughs) that I recorded, the part that stood out, the best example is, and I talked about this on here a few episodes ago, how right before I blocked him. We must be fucking Adderall. 
we've been we like are on the phone and able to talk about all this where we're like shut up stop talking we've got to record this and then we finally get our shit together to get a zoom going and we've been on the zoom for like almost an hour and we've gotten maybe five seconds of a coherent story out <laughs> what is wrong with us that is so true otherwise sorry everybody all the juicy stuff is coming it's worth the wait yes yes so um the thing that stands out to me most about that gaslighty phone call that M um, listened to was, so when I had finally blocked him, it was after I'd gone to Austin for the weekend. And right before that, we had spent the better part of that whole week, like at least seeing each other every other day, every day talking a lot. Like it was kind of like, it was just a lot more interaction and intimacy and connection than we had had in a while. And then I go to Austin and that's when I, you know, I don't hear from him at all for like four days or whatever. And, um, on, I was, I was looking, I was watching my phone. I was waiting. And then I just turning my phone over. Cause I didn't want to be obsessing about it, but we were looking at, you know, Instagram and seeing that he had been on Instagram. <laughs> he had been accepting, you know, follow requests and everything. And so he was on his phone. He just never thought that entire time to call me, even though I'd spent the night with him literally the night before we left for Austin. Yeah. And he denied that in that yes. phone call. In that phone call. So when I was trying to list all the reasons why I had blocked him, I put me in such a negative space that I didn't like want to even think about, is he watching my story? Is he going to text me? Um, and that's why I blocked him. One of the examples I gave was the Austin thing. So that was right before I was like, I went to Austin and you never asked if I got there. Okay. How we were doing, never even watched my story to see like what we were doing. And I know you were on Instagram and everything. And he goes, he was adamant. If we'd been in a court of law, he would have like, and that was one of the parts of the conversation where he did the classic checklist thing. He was adamant denying that he didn't talk to you while you were gone, but he gave you a nugget of something else to like validate, like, look, I'm a truthful kind of guy. He was like, you had called out something else. And he's like, that one, I'll say, okay, you're right on that one. He's like, but I know for a fact, Austin, I talked to you. So he, he's like, look, I'll say that I was wrong about this one little thing to make it okay for me to deny this big thing. That way it's not like he's denying everything across the board. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, okay. Well, you were right about that, but this I'm a hundred percent. He did. He was like, I know for a fact, I'm a hundred percent sure yeah. I texted you and Austin. I know that he did it. And I like was super aware of it because I was waiting for it. I thought he was going to. And so um, I was like, really? Well, what did we say? And he was like, I don't know, but I know that we did. So anyway, he has this phone call, like begging me to come over. Let's just finish talking about this in person. Like, please just come over. And I, and I said to him, I, I said something along the lines of, I am afraid to, to start seeing you again and get feelings for you and get hurt again, like super vulnerable. And he's like, no, 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 no. I promise. Trust me. Just come over tonight. So I did end up going over there that night. And of course, as soon as I opened my mouth to even ask, like start asking something and not aggressively, just like, okay, well, he said we'd talk about it tonight. So I'm like, okay, so about like this thing. And he, and he just leans his head back and is like, I don't want to fight. And I was like, I'm yeah, fighting. I just like, I thought that was the whole thing. We were supposed to talk about this, but then I just was like, fuck it and didn't. So anyway, that goes on. So I guess it was Labor Day, pretty much September and October that I had blocked him. And then it was November, December that I kind of had this thing going on with him again. So at the end of our last podcast was when I very hesitantly admitted to M that I had been seeing him again. And is like this little kid that like, doesn't want to tell me and I know her well enough. And I'm like, 
so has anything else been going on? She's like, <laughs> and I'm like, what, what's happening? And she's just like, oh, do you know, just, yeah, I was like, it's really nothing. And I'm like, okay, what did you do? I know. Because so, I was like, well, I'm just trying to think, like, is there anything else we need to touch on or talk about? And you're like, I was like avoiding the question. Uh, and then I just was like, okay, I saw zero. <laughs> and then we had the conversation that is at the end of episode 16. And um, and that's when I kept using analogies of fuckboy zero being pizza. And then I made an analogy. He was the Wilson volleyball from Castaway. Salmon was thrown in there. Salmon yeah. avocado. Right. It's like, I'm going to eat salmon and avocado during the week, but sometimes I want pizza and he's pizza. Yeah. Now you're making me want pizza. Oh my God. You might as well just continue my fat ass parade today. <laughs> So, okay, that's how the last podcast episode ended. I posted that episode. On, we had it a little bit earlier in the month, but by the time I edited the shit out of it because we're just hot messes, um, it was the December 22nd when I posted it. So the last time for real that I saw Fuckboy Zero was December 23rd, the day after that podcast posted. Okay. And um, I know I have said I am done before, but this is like, I'm seriously like, you know when you are... And M would do this with me too. And I know a lot of people do it, guys and girls, but girls are famous for it because we're sleuths. It's like the level of like, like stalking the social media and who is he following? And is he posting on any of these other people? And the analyzing the text and like trying to figure out what's going on. And then his what he's saying isn't matching his actions. And just this like mind fuck that. So when you're driving yourself crazy and you're like doing all of this social media stalking and analyzing, the reason, though, is not because I'm crazy or we're crazy or people that do that are crazy. It is because the person doing the gaslighting makes you question everything. And you're that's, right. that's the point of gaslighting. Right. To make you feel crazy. Right. Because it's like, I know something is off. I know he didn't just fall asleep and not see his text or that his phone died. I know those aren't true. But then he's just like super denying it. And every time I try to step back, he like swears that it's me that's making making all this stuff up. So anyway, ultimately I found it. I found what I was looking for. It was the goal of everybody stalking is because you're looking for that thing that you can point to. Like if you know your, your significant other is cheating on you, you know it, but you need the proof in order to like feel sane. And so then say you walk in on them with somebody or you find the text messages that confirm your thoughts. You're almost like, yes, I, I was right. I knew it. I wasn't crazy. This is the proof, you know, and I was using the analogy, like if you're, if you're at home alone and you keep hearing this noise and footsteps and you know, you're like search the house and you're not finding somebody and you know, somebody's in the house. You can hear, you just know it. It's almost like you'd rather see the person and be like, okay, now I can, I can like try to process and deal with this person. But just the, you know, the idea that, you know, something is there or something is off and you just need the proof. So anyway, I found the proof. If I back up one second. So we'd had that last night together on December 23rd and it was great. And he was going traveling with some friends like over Christmas and New Year's. And he was like, I'll FaceTime you from the trip. Like we had also had another week, like the one right before Austin, where we had spent so much time together and he was like trying to act like a... I don't know. When I was around him, he would act like a boyfriend. But then when I wasn't, it was all that confusing stuff and elusive stuff and stuff that didn't make sense. And he would pull that, oh, it's just such a difficult time in my life. I don't think you understand and make it sound like like I'm demanding of him. And he's like under all yeah. this. Yeah. 
So he goes on this trip and he does send me a lot of like, sends me pictures. We're texting all the time. I'm sending him pictures back and forth. We communicate the entire time over Christmas and New Year's. Then he gets back in town. He was all lovey, lovey, lovey over these texts the whole time he's gone. Well, he gets back in town and there's no like, when do I see you? Or let's get all of a sudden, it's just a little more elusive and it shifts right back to the, oh, I'm out of a job right now. I'm afraid I'm going to get evicted. Like, I'm so stressed. You don't understand. And all I'm doing is looking for jobs and I'm like thinking, okay, except so you just spend a week in Cabo. So uh, like you have the time to do that and you don't have the time to spend like a couple hours. Like it just was not making sense, but he kept leading me on, leading me on. And so I decided I was going to like, kind of like play this game where I knew one month from then, February 10th was his birthday and February 14th is Valentine's day. So I thought, okay, well, he's wanting to act, act like we're a couple. And then anytime I bring something up, he acts like I'm crazy or I'm like not understanding. And so, you know, he's probably just waiting for me to break up with him so that he doesn't have to be the bad guy, but he clearly doesn't want to be dating me. Like, um, even though he's acting like he does. So I just thought, okay, well, I'm going to, instead of like trying to call him out on stuff and like ask all these questions, I'm just going to ride this out for the next month. And then if he's acting like he wants to be one thing on that phone call we had after the blocking, he was like, well, you were the one that kept saying everything was casual. You were the one that's not what I wanted, but you said everything was casual. He's like, you never invited me to do anything. Like I would invite you to come over and you would choose to come over or not. But so those are all true statements. But the reason I kept calling it casual is because I didn't want to develop feelings for him. And so I, that's what it was. And so, um, I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, I just got a text. It's the guy that I had the weird FaceTime with. I won't let you break up with him. I've never actually met him in person. And I read you those texts of when I was like telling him I'm not looking to date at all right now. Like I'm feeling myself like not being very into it. And he's like, no worries. I appreciate it. I'm like, yay. And then he keeps coming back. Of course, if you want to hang out still. And I'm like, okay, I'll keep that in mind. He's like, because we live really close. So if you ever want to like come over and Netflix, I'm like, okay, cool. And then he keeps going. Thanks. Bye. And then he just now said, how was your weekend? And we still don't know what he looks like in real life. Right. Well, I know what he looks like from his pictures from the app, but yeah, we had in real life. Right. That's true. I've never actually had it. Like we had one FaceTime and his screen was messed up or whatever. And so I couldn't yeah. see his face. Um, okay. So that is another random story tangent. So, oh, with Fuckboy zero saying that I was the one that always was calling it casual and da da da. And he makes it sound like, like he doesn't sleep around and he doesn't do one night stands. And like, he just makes it sound like if he's in something, it's serious and everything. So I just thought, okay, I'll play that game. I'll ride that wave until February. Like, I'm not going to let him put me in the position to break it off with him. So he doesn't have to be the bad guy again. I'm not going to let him do that. What? fuckboys don't want to do is they don't want to have to say, I don't want to see you anymore because then that takes you out of the fridge. The leftovers are no longer in the fridge. And so they just would rather like string you along, string you along till either you say, Hey, I don't want to see you anymore. Then you're the bad guy that broke up with them, whatever. Right. Right. And I asked him to hang out during that. It was about three weeks from the time he was back until we have this moment that we're talking about. It was on January 21st. And I just kept, I kept asking him to do stuff and he would, you know, same thing. Like, you just don't understand. Like, I have no, like, all I can think about is finding a job and like, what am I going to do? And da, da, da. And um, I just kept asking 
And I just kept being supportive and sweet. I'm like going to make him be uncomfortable and have to break it off with me 100%. So that was the plan. And in the meantime, we're all like stocky, stocky, stocky. Well, on January 20th or 21st, whenever, that is when we found the evidence that we needed. So I have one final text conversation with him. And literally after finding that, it was done for me. And I had even mentioned to M before I was like, at some point it turned from like, I don't even know if I like him anymore. Or if I'm just like, like, I'm so stubborn and have so much pride. Like my big thing is I don't want anybody to think they got one over on me. I don't want him to think yeah. that I believe him or that I was duped. And once that I got that proof and figured it out, like z- literally zero feel zero. Like I haven't even thought about him. Um, except I mean, for like, we love, we love stalking for the fun of it. Right. But I have no days. feelings. I didn't even block him on anything because I don't care. And before I would change his name in my phone to like, to do not text or the saddest I changed his name to once was he doesn't like you. So that if I would go in to text him, I would see that and it would make me not want to text. But now his name is just his regular name in my phone because I don't give a shit. I really seriously do not care anymore. If he asked me out today, I would not go. I wouldn't. I mean, no way. And so, um, and I know I've said he was canceled before, but it's like officially done. So the, the way that we found the evidence was I went through the people that he follows. So I think we've, we've talked about this Instagram trick before, but I'll refresh. So if you go to your Instagram on a laptop and look at somebody's following, you can see the order in which they followed somebody. And so um, the top is the most recent person they followed. Yes, it's chronological. And their followers too. Yes, yes. So that is how also when I was in Austin, even though he was manipulating his numbers, so the number would stay the same, like he would delete random other accounts, and he would add other people. So I could see, oh, he's added three new women, but he still has only the 40 following or whatever, because he doesn't want to draw attention to it. That's like, he knows he's being manipulative. So I was going through the following and he doesn't follow that many people. It was like in the thirties, I think. And most of the women have private accounts. There were like three or four that had public accounts. So I would, um, every so often roll through to see, did he like their posts? Did he comment on their posts? Like what's going on? So I see on this one woman's account, and it's actually one that he followed while I was in Austin months earlier, but he's going to claim later that he just met her. But I see on her page, I'm scrolling through and there's a post and it's just a golf ball and like the little marker or the thing that you put down to like know where your golf ball was had her name on it. And she like made some post about it and hashtagged it fuckboy zero's real name last name which is a very unique last name happiness so fuckboy zero happiness and i was like what okay that sounds like somebody's been dating and so then i start scrolling through a little more and there's a clip from a game show that fuckboy zero always wanted to watch game shows which is totally stupid and i was like that looks like that could be his tv i mean it was dark and it was pretty much just the screen but i listened to that video with sound it was like the ellen game show and i was like he was talking about that like i'm just gonna look and i hear 
hear him laugh and they are laughing at this thing. And I was like, okay, so she was at his house watching the same fucking game show that he watched with me in the exact same spot. And then there was like, obviously like golfing together. And I was like, okay, then there was enough clues that this person was somebody that he was seeing. So then once I saw that, I like I was done. I was done, but I wanted to have, I didn't want him to get away with not being uncomfortable. So anyway, we have this text exchange that this is the final text exchange. I've not communicated with him in any capacity after this. Okay. So we're going to read it. Yes. Okay. Let me go. Pull it up. Let me get that. I just ordered velvet taco, by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah. If we take a, a break, I might get some more of my food too. Okay. Okay. So it does, it starts on January 20th afternoon and it finishes, I think the 21st night. So I'll read me and you be zero. Okay. And they should be in order. I think. Yeah. I mean, the first one I have is Wednesday, January 20th at 3 16 PM. Yes. That's the first one. So I sent them to you an individual text. Cause I know sometimes when you send them all, they can get, yeah, I, I had gone upstairs to, to change and I heard my phone going and I was like, <gasps> I, I realized there's 22 page, 22 screenshots. Yeah. I was like, what the F? Um, it's a lot more than I remember. So if it's boring, if it gets boring, I can like trim it down for the, it's never boring. I think our listeners like this because, because everybody listening to this has had some sort of exchange like this. And it's like, I think if anything, like us reading this doesn't provide any sort of like, um, resolution. It's at least anybody who's out there being gaslit. Yes. It's validation that this is happening to other people and you're not the crazy one there. Women are experiencing this together on a, you know, a pretty scary level. Yes. And I do always like listening to the screenshots. I never get bored, even if they talk about random stuff, it's always kind of fun. So one thing I just want to say, and let me know if you want to preface with anything, I want to point out how, and especially towards when it gets like more towards the end, how I keep like saying, stating the obvious and he cannot deny it anymore, but he keeps saying, basically saying you're causing all this destruction, but I will always love you, but I will always care about you, but I will all, and he keeps going back to that. Like, I guess that way it's remains an option. So if he breaks up with this other girl, Six months from now, he could reach back out like because he won't he won't just say you're right. I wasn't that into you. Like I lost that. No, he's keeping you in the fridge. Right. So it's just interesting. So he's got to keep you as food. That's right. Like uh, J Train says, men are like what children from the depression (laughs) where they're afraid to throw anything away. Okay, so we're going to read this. Get one big swig of wine. I get to be zero, right? Mm hmm. I love being, I love being the guy. <laughs> I really do. Okay. Okay. You ready? Are you going to pour? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Hey there, smiley face. Hope all is well in your world. Just for my own clarity, are you dating someone exclusively? Don't want to be asking you to hang out and maybe send you pics if that's become inappropriate, which would be rather embarrassing. Exclamation point. Laughy face. Hello. Dot, dot, dot. It's definitely been better for certain. How are you? LOL. What brings you to that conclusion? And then that was at 4.44 PM. So then you don't say anything. So then at 10.43 PM, he says, LOL, or just don't respond. Thumbs up emoji. (laughs) He does that all the time. Like he will ignore me for days. And then if I don't respond within hours, he's always like, oh, I guess you're just ignoring me. That's a hard ignore, strong ignore. Right. I said, oh, and I never say LOL, but then I, I, I hate LOL. You will have to pry. Like I will, I will never say that. And for some reason, I feel like more guys say it than girls. They do 
all guys they would do it all the time still does and i'm like i feel like guys always do it to soften whatever they're saying like or they just don't know how to like be witty and charismatic that's like a, a canned like i feel like it's too when they have something to say that's that's going to be a little uncomfortable or they, they always add that in to try to lighten it up. If they're like, Oh, you were really crazy last night, LOL. Or you seem to be really upset. If I send him something that's a a well thought out constructed text where it would garner like a, a a well-constructed response. It's like, LOL. That's all they have to throw out there to be like, I'm kind of laughing at what you said. And I'm barely making the effort to like type three letters than like nothing. So I do say it just because I'm mirroring his thing. So he says, LOL, or just don't respond. And then I said, LOL, just waiting for your answer. Heart face. I asked you two questions in response and you chose to ignore me. All I've ever asked of you is that you be straight with me. I've been vulnerable with you every step of the way. And I always have. Okay. I asked you to, if you ever started to feel different about me, to let me know. We both know you've never been straight with me and that's fine. Like the thing is, is that I don't hold grudges and I'm super forgiving and open. And he thumbs down that text message from you. He loves that too. I've never been straight with you. Okay. I have no desire to argue. You believe what you will. I've never been accused of stuff that isn't true by someone more than you in my life. Okay. No, I absolutely have no desire to argue with you either. Yet you still make statements like that. I have no hard feelings. I want you to move forward and have the best life you can possibly have. Prayer hands. Do you think we could be friends? Do you think you could be friends with me like you are with? And then it's this one woman that he's referenced that they matched on an app. He wasn't attracted to her, um, but they became like best friends. So cryptic. I'm the one who talks straightforward and you say all that stuff. Thank you for the kind words. And I hope you have the best life you can possibly have as well. Heart emoji. Because obviously we're not a romantic match, but I do still care about you as a friend and I would like to be friends moving forward. That woman is a family member to me and is someone I've never done a single thing with, much less dated. No way. Not letting you get away with that I was never cryptic with you. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. I did not use any punctuation here. Jeez, me. Okay. No. You call yourself a screenwriter. Seriously, I don't even know like how to use punctuation. Okay. No way. Not letting you get away with that. I was never cryptic with you until you were so confusing to me, and we both know that. You told me you matched on a dating app with that woman, and then became friends. So maybe I could be friends with you like she is. I haven't done or said a thing confusing at all. That's not true. You know you've been confusing. We haven't really talked or hung out in a while. (laughs) Sorry. Yes. And I've tried. You've been the one that's avoided me. You try to act like I was the one that was being casual, but then I've tried to hang out with you ever since you got back from Christmas and you've not made time for me, but you've made time for other people. He thumbs downed it. Which is totally fine. But then just say that out loud and say, Hey, I'm not into you anymore. I'm into somebody else. Thumbs down. Just tell me that you're dating somebody else. We both know it. Just say it. Thumbs down. Right. Because you always know who I'm hanging out with. This, the girl who's accused me of being out or being with someone when I was completely by myself, not arguing with you anymore. I'm going to bed. I've never once hung out with anyone when I was dating someone else. 
Okay. The last time I saw you on December 23rd, you fucked me and told me you loved me. And then the week after that, you were out of town. We texted each other. But again, you will believe whatever you will. And then that whole week after that, I kept asking you to hang out with me and you kept saying you were too stressed out. But then you were hanging out with other people during that time. I told you from the get-go, I didn't want to hang out with you because I was afraid I was going to fall for you and have feelings for you. But after seeing what I've seen, I guess I think you're finally out of my system. Thumbs downed it. How do you know I was hanging out with other people? I mean, I care about you totally 100% as a person, but I know that you are not for me romantically. Thumbs down. Seeing what you've seen, LOL. Have a good night. So I wish you the very, very best with your new woman. And I really hope that you find happiness. I sincerely 100% do. Thumbs down. LOL, whatever you say. I'm done reading your bullshit. You have no idea what I'm going through or what's going on in my life. So disrespectful. Done. You've been hanging out with other people. So you haven't been unable to hang out. You just haven't wanted to hang out with me, which is fine. Just fucking say that. Don't lie. Done defending myself about things you know nothing about. That's all I've ever asked was that you be honest with me. Good night. And I have been. Good night. It's kind of funny because he keeps saying he's done, but he won't. He Not can't. done. Thumbs down, thumbs down, thumbs down. Okay. We both know you've hung out with fucking other people during this time. It's no secret, which is fine. So I really hope you find happiness with those other people, man. But know that I was here for you and I don't know why you threw me away, but I'm sorry that you did. You're never going to have the same level of excitement with them that you do with me, but fucking go ahead and try, but they are motherfucking boring. <laughs> That was the last thing of that night. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was like the last, I thought that was it. Because he kept saying how done he was. The last thing was they are motherfucking boring. (laughs) So the next morning he says, these texts are not okay. I care about you a huge amount. And I always will. But I haven't done anything to deserve all of that with a pointing up at what you wrote emoji. It's happened often when you get really mean out of nowhere. Think of me what you will, but friends do not talk to each other that way. So then, what, three and a half hours later, I replied, I'm not trying to be mean, but I once again ended up in a place of confusion and frustration, then hurt from mixed signals. When we are together in person, you choose language that has a lot of power behind it. Language that doesn't sound casual. Your words had weight to them and were received as such by me, especially after I was extremely vulnerable with you. I point blank said that I was hesitant to see you back in November because I didn't want to fall for you again and get hurt again. I'm seriously not interested in fighting or being combative at all, but I would be being dishonest to you and to myself if I pretended all of that didn't bother me. You asked me to reach out to you and quote, communicate better, but I tried several times over the past month and you wouldn't see me or talk to me. So then I'm unable to communicate with you. To me, that's not really how friends treat each other. I care a huge, in all caps also, amount about you as well. That's definitely no secret. And it stands that I have never met anybody in my life that I've had a fraction of the connection and chemistry that I've had with you. Okay. Let me just interject really quick. I am matching his things. So when he keeps saying like, I'll always care about you, then I'm like, I'm matching that kind of like game. But it always ends up in a very tumultuous way. And I'm the one who is always in your mind doing something wrong. And stop acting like you don't go on dates and talk to other men because you do. And I don't like it when you insinuate that I'm out on all these dates and you're just patiently waiting for me. It's bullshit. Hold on a second. I think the the guy's here. Okay. Okay. 
Oh, hi. Sorry. Thank you. Bye. You too. Hold on, bud. Okay. I just have to get something out of my fridge. I had to get my... What is that? Oh. <laughs> This is like the hot sauce they have at Velvet Taco. It's so good. You can uh, get it at the grocery store. This whole big giant thing is like 97 cents. It's in the Mexican food aisle. It's so good. It's so good. Nice. And um, OMG, who we're going to talk about later, just texted me what I'm up to. So I told him I'm doing our podcast right now. He's, I got to tell you, like, um, oh, I guess we'll get to that. I don't know. I kind of, I want to tell you what he texted me today, though. It was really sweet. Um, Okay, so let's see. I, I've got a lot of my side talking here, so you'll have a minute to get situated. Yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, you go ahead. I'm describing it for you. Okay. It ended up in a tumultuous way because when I very first started to feel like things I went, hold on, let me text him back really quick. <laughs> okay, exclamation point. No, it's totally fine. We get so distracted and have like the worst ADD that they're always a clusterfuck to edit anyway. So no worries at all. Exclamation point. I'll text you when we're done. Exclamation point. Trying to find where we were. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yes. Okay. He's so sweet. I'll just tell you really quick since I'll, um so earlier today he was texting um this morning good morning at like 9 a.m and i'm like hi he's like asking what i'm up to today and then um he goes by the way the more i connect to you the more i want to connect to you in case no one has told you today you are pretty great heart face or should i wait maybe i should wait till we talk about him yeah okay okay let me get back to our thing okay It ended up in a tumultuous way because when I very first started to feel like things were not matching up and I first started to feel like shit again, I reached out to you to have FaceTime, a phone call, or to hang out so I could try to understand you better and understand the situation better. But you weren't responsive to any of those things. So what ends up happening is that to me, the last time I saw you, you said, I love you and spent the night with me and acted in a way like you cared about me and then communicated with me through the holidays while you were out of town. And then as soon as you're back in town, your vibe over text shifted and you don't want to see me or even talk to me on the phone. So that starts to make me feel duped and or disposable. So that's when I wanted to talk to you to get an explanation. And whatever that explanation was, I could process that and move forward. So when you say I'm acting like you're doing something wrong, I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong necessarily. If you realized your feelings changed, then that's fine. That happens. I can understand that and wrap my brain around that. But when it stays elusive and vague, it feels like shit. Well, I don't agree with you on that. But last night, it was all about other people. And you conveniently just left that out of your reply. And I question marked that at some point, I think later in the conversation. Oh, I think because when he said, I don't agree with you on that, I was like, which part? I just said like a thousand things. Yeah. Like, anyway, I actually did wait patiently for you a few times. Early on, when I wasn't sure where your head was at and I wanted to give you the benefit of the doubt and it was worth taking that risk to me, even though things got confusing in January, I didn't date anybody else until May. And I was clear throughout all of that. Anytime you said that you loved me or insinuated you might want more than casual, I was on board and quick to delete the apps. What don't you agree with? As far as you seeing other people, that's fine. Totally allowed to do that, of course. I just wanted some clarification. Because again, in my mind, our last interaction was pretty intimate. 
And I didn't want to be sitting here wondering what you thought and be confused about the situation. I just prefer straightforwardness. Because if you're looking to be just casual or be just friends, then you can just say that. And then I can process that information. And just for the record, I haven't seen anybody else since I started seeing you after reconnecting, after unblocking. I mean, I'm at that place in my life that I don't have to date or need to be seeing anybody. And honestly, it just doesn't appeal to me if there's not a real connection, which I'm realizing is extremely difficult to find. What still remains is you telling me exactly what's going on in my life last night when you don't have a damn clue. And I've seen you on those dating apps since then. We've never had a conversation saying otherwise from it being what it has been, where I would see you on occasion usually when you were tipsy and then wouldn't for a while. You haven't let any of this stuff be known since we reconnected. Either way, I just have zero strength or desire to argue or fight with you. We see things different and we can leave it at that. Okay, I'm just going to interject. So he sticks that tipsy thing in. Oh, yeah. You make it sound like, uh, I mean... That's when he would ask me to come over. And I'm sorry. He drinks too. You had to pick his fucking drunk ass up. Oh, and didn't you, when you background checked him, he has two DWIs. Yes. It's part of gaslighting though. It's, it's minimizing what you think about yourself. Yeah. It's just little. It's yeah. It's like him saying basically like you're the one that like wanted to keep it casual and only would come over when you were drunk and <laughs> I wasn't telling you exactly what's going on in your life last night, just about dating. Yes, of course, I've been on the apps because obviously this, you and me, has not worked out. But you know very well that I maintained feelings for you for a long time. And yes, for a long time, I was hoping I could find somebody that would distract me from thinking about you. No desire to argue or fight either. I'm not arguing or fighting. I'm just telling you my perspective and feelings. I will always care about you as well. And I really do want you to be happy. So that's another thing. Like he keeps saying about fighting. I'm not fighting. I'm not saying fuck you or you an asshole. I'm just literally saying this is how what you did was received by me. But he feels it. He takes it as an attack because he knows he's wrong. It's just all, it's everything he says is to flip it back to make you the bad guy. Right. And I'm not letting him get away with that because when he says, oh, you're still on the apps, on Bumble, when I first got back on Bumble after I figured- you on Bumble still? It's a matter of time before you see my ex on there. Oh. I mean, it's been a full week since we've spoken. Oh my God. Wow. And he hasn't unfollowed or blocked me anything because- it's Wow. And he's watching my stories, but he's not- He's probably dating or thinking about it or looking- but so with Fuckboy Zero, when I finally realized, you know, between that first year when he started to get confusing and then I kept like trying to break up and he kept saying, no, what are you doing? Then finally, when I was just like, okay, I'm just like, this obviously is not working. And then, so I did get on the apps and I told him that, like, I just was, I was in a place where I was like feeling confident and fine. And like, I wasn't trying to be passive aggressive or petty. I just like, obviously it wasn't like he wasn't seeing me. So I was like, okay, uh, this obviously is not in a good place. So I got back on Bumble and I was, I was still pretty new to the apps because because Fuckboy Zero was one of the first people I met on the apps. And then I got tied up with him for a while. So I still didn't have a ton of experience with the apps when I re-downloaded them after like, I decided this was not going anywhere. And I saw him on there as soon as I got on there. And I and I didn't care. I mean, I, like I didn't, it didn't register that, oh, he's probably been on there the whole time. That's interesting. 
I just realized that that didn't register with me at all. Like I didn't care, but I swiped right on him as like to be funny. And then I realized, oh gosh, that might look weird. And so I texted him and I was like, Hey, I just saw you on Bumble. I swiped right. I did it to be funny, but now I'm like worried it looks creepy. So I'm just letting you know. And he was like, Oh, LOL, you know, like all his normal shit. And he was like, just be really careful out there. So I think he was kind of surprised that I literally got back on there, but once I swiped right on him, that was my mistake because then I, I remain in his queue so he can check on my location via Bumble all the time. Instead of like making the effort to either date me or not, he would make the effort to be like, oh, I see you're bumbling in Plano now. Oh, I see you're bumbling here because your location changes when you open the app. And I, I had like my a doctor's appointment in Plano that day. And so I had opened it, but I literally didn't swipe. Like I was just opening, you know, you're just on your phone scrolling through random shit when you're waiting to go into the doctor's office. And then he's, he was like, oh, I see you're bumbling in Plano. And he was like, basically talking about how I was the one that like broke it off. And I was like, I was like, okay, I deleted it. Like he was making it sound like he wanted to date me. And I was someone that left. I was like, okay, let's do that. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, I didn't, I didn't say to delete the app. And I'm like, you want to like, let's have a conversation right now. Let's do it. Every time he would act like he wanted a relationship, I'd be like, let's talk about it right now. And he would like disappear. And then, um, and there was also like a time I passed the place where we first kissed and I was like, oh, I just passed, you know, this place. And, um, he was like, oh, that's where I fell in love with you for the first time. And I was like, oh, haha. He's like, I mean, I'm still in love with you. And I was like, you're still in love with me. Really? And he was like, yes. And then I was like, okay, let's talk about that. And then all of a sudden he disappeared. So he like would keep doing this mind fucks with me. Okay. Okay. We'll get back to our text conversation. Okay. Let's see. I was like, oh, that's, so that's what I was responding to that last text where I was like, oh, here, I'll I'll just jump back to make it coherent. I'm not arguing or fighting. I'm just telling you my perspective and feelings. I will always care about you as well. And I really do want you to be happy. Yes. In fact, you did tell me what I've been doing and that I've been going on a bunch of dates. Again, when you have zero clue what the hell I'm doing. Notice too that he doesn't address anything that I'm saying Uh -uh. ever. (laughs) Oh my God. He is like psychotic. He's like a fucking serial killer. Okay. I was trying to reach out to you all month so that I could understand better what is going on with you in your life. Nope, that's not what you did last night. Go back and read them. Okay, well then I apologize if I was wrong. So are you not dating anybody? Okay, I will go back and look. I could totally stand corrected. Okay, so I'm gonna interject. We just read through all of that. He is like, he's wrong. Like when I went back and read them, No, I wasn't telling him what's going on in his entire life and that I didn't say he's been going on a bunch of dates. All I said was, are you dating somebody exclusively right now? So I don't continue to ask you to hang out. So he is gaslighting literally in real time right here. Yes. He is saying that is not what you said last night. Go back and read them. So normally if you said that to somebody, they they might not even go back and read them. They might be like, oh, shit go back and read them, then he must be serious. So I did. And I was like, no, no, he's still, he's still fucking very wrong. So uh, the last thing I said was I could totally stand corrected. Yes. Oh my goodness. We are leaving this here for now, for now, because you're in the fridge. I can't keep doing this with you. You stormed out of my apartment like a four-year-old last time. Okay. Wait, hold on. Let me interject here. That was not last time. 
that was a couple of times before the last time. The last time was the huggy, kissy, I'll text you and FaceTime you the whole time I'm out of town. He's referring to earlier on in that when we reconnected for those last two months. Keep talking. I'm going to go put this in the fridge. Okay. In the fridge. <laughs> You're a fuckboy. My, my velvet taco is. <laughs> You're putting a taco in the fridge. That's such a fuckboy move. <laughs> so I did not storm out of his apartment like a four-year-old last time. It was a few times ago. And that was after we had. Re- I, I did storm out of it like a four-year-old, but it wasn't the last. Yes, yes, it was because here, let me tell you why. So the storming out like a four-year-old thing. So we had reconnected when he was like, had that phone call. Was like, just come over. We can talk about it tonight. So for like two months, we had like a, another thing before the holidays. And the first time I went over there, we did have sex and we connected. It was great. There were two times in between that I went over there that he was like, I need you. I need you here by me. I need you to sit next to me. I went like, we should read that conversation. I need you. And so I went over there in my cute panties and like thinking, yeah, we're going to like fuck. And, um, he didn't, he like both two different times. So he was like. By design so that he didn't. No, I think he was dating Sandwich. And I think he was uh, her. And I think he has that thing, like he said earlier here, where he's like, I've never fucked around on anybody when I'm dating them. So I think in his mind, he could make sense of it. But I think, because why else? Unless he like has an STD or something that was flaring up that he never told me about. I don't know. I just didn't know if it was like, because you guys had started having these heated conversations. Oh No, but we hadn't. This is all, this was all before that. But I mean, but before that, like if there was any like confusion or anything, like if he thought like it would give him some sort of responsibility. So when we reconnected, we did have sex. And then there were two times in between we didn't. And then we did again at the end. So it was like this weird chunk. And um, the first time I was kind of like, okay. And then the second time that I spent the night over there and he wouldn't have sex with me. And then in the morning, I kind of like tried also and we started making out and he was hard. So he was like physically up for it. The morning wood fairy is my favorite. (laughs) But he was like, no, no, none of that. None of that. Like acting all like coy about it. Like, like, no, that's not what I'm all about. But I think he was like, there's no other reason because we'd fucked before that and after that. So I think that he was probably like trying to make it make sense in his head. He was fucking somebody else at that time. That's what I think. That is the morning. Like, and I also like we'd been drinking the night before and then I had to get up at five fucking a.m. And so that whole like morning sex fail interaction happened at like five. So he wouldn't have sex. So I like got off of him in a huff, started getting my stuff together. He started saying some. What did he say is why he wouldn't have sex? I honestly don't remember. Ready to go. Yes. I don't remember what he said at that moment, but I remember I brought up, oh, he acted all flustered. And then I brought up the fake mad. I was like, you're doing that thing. Like we talk about fuck boys doing. 
I, I said that I was like, you're doing that thing where you do the fake mad and you act like, like, just like you did before when you said that you saw these other guys text on my phone and I had no other guys text on my phone, but you do that. So you're not going to be the bad guy so that you can keep me in the fridge. Like I base I said all of that stuff and he raised his voice and snapped at me. And I was like, still like drunk enough in the morning that I could cry. I just like sat and let myself cry. So he'd feel bad. Did he apologize? When you started crying? Uh, he softened up. He like gave me a big hug when I was about to leave. But then after me crying, I grabbed my stuff to leave. And then as I was walking out, tried to kiss him and he rejected me or something. And I stormed down to my car and he was like, hey, you forgot your... I had my fucking purple Lululemon zip up hoodie there, which I left, which is still... And those are expensive. Which is, yeah, they're like 150 bucks. And then I'm getting to my car and he's like holding down. He's like, oh, you forgot your jacket. And I just like put my hand up in the air like, I don't care. And then I just got in my car and drove off. And so um, he had texted so many sweet things before that, like the night before that got me to come over so many things like ridiculous level thing that were just like how much he wanted to be with me and all of this stuff, which is why I went over there in the first place. And then he didn't even have sex with me. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I stormed off. I got home and then I started to like rethink. And I was like, oh my gosh, like he had texted all of those things that I was always wanting him to say, what if I was the one that like took it in a negative direction? And, you know, so I started to like rethink my behavior. So then I was trying to call and text him and he wasn't answering, wasn't answering. So I was like, I'm just going to drive over there. So, and, and I was texting him. I was like, you like, maybe I was wrong. Cause he was making it sound, you know, when I left, like I was the one being the asshole, but I was like, maybe I was the asshole. And then I was like, you were saying all of the things I've waited so long for you to say. And maybe I was too quick to assume it was like coming from a bad place. And let's please talk about this. He wasn't answering one. wasn't answering. Okay. So we so are start at- back from the beginning of that one of the, oh my goodness, because I stopped you in the middle of it to tell you about the four-year-old uh, temper tantrum. Okay. okay. Oh my goodness. We are leaving this here for now. I cannot keep doing this with you. You stormed out of my apartment like a four-year-old last time. I love you very dearly. And I do hope that you have all the happiness in the world. You only care if there is a possibility of a future between the two of us. You don't care about a friendship like I have with that woman. You've proved that with actions and words. No, that's not all I care about. I am totally open to being friends with you. All I needed to know was where you stood and have clarity on what you wanted us to be. I agree that it's exhausting. And that's why I wanted to just have a conversation with you and figure it out earlier in the month so that I could move forward or move on. And I'm sorry about storming out of your place. I felt rejected and hurt and confused. I know I'm far from perfect and I make plenty of mistakes. Definitely not proud of that day. It's all good. I do hope you find what you're looking for, and And I will always love and care about you. Same. Wish you the best. Thanks. Okay. While we're putting it all out there, one more thing. Do you want to know how I know you're seeing someone? Sure. I have a friend who's a mutual friend with her on social media. And there were a couple of posts about you guys hanging out. And my friend even said someone called you guys Insta official. Laughy face shrug emoji. The quote 
her quote you're talking about could be several people, but someone I very recently. Okay, wait, pause right there. Reading it, it sounds so ridiculous. I know. So pause right there. So after he says the part, the her you're talking about could be several people. There's a dot, dot, dot. So I sent that previous text in two different text bubbles. I think he read the first text bubble that said, I have a friend who's a mutual friend with her on social media. So I think he started typing the her you're talking about could be several people. But even then, in that sentence right there where he's been saying there's nobody else. So I think when I said, it's like he didn't know where I was going with that. When I, I said, I have a friend that's friends with her on social media. I think he was trying to suggest it was just like a friendly thing. And then when I said the second text bubble and there were a couple posts about you guys hanging out and somebody called you Insta official. It's all so fucking hilarious because he's been adamantly denying yeah whole time that he's seeing anybody he's like i haven't been out with anybody i haven't been on the apps you think you know something that you don't know and then he's like someone i recently just met okay totally so i think um when as soon as i said insta official he changed the second half of his text when he said oh but someone i very recently just met and he says very recently But as we all know, he actually, they started following each other when I was in Austin in September. So several months ago. Okay. Okay. The quote, her you're talking about could be several people, dot, dot, dot. But someone I very recently just met, I do like and have been hanging out with the past about 10 days. Very specific. Yeah. So I think after you telling me that you could never hang out with me because your life was so challenging right now, and then seeing that you chose to hang out with somebody else instead, and that I felt like kind of left in the dark about the whole thing hurt my feelings, dot, dot, dot. I'm over it now. And honestly, I really mean it when I say I want you to be happy. Again, this is someone I have recently met. And the stuff I said about what I'm going through is 100% true, dot, dot, dot. But- you are always going to believe what you will. And I can't do anything about that. Should you're we believing. interject the fact that you're believing what he just admitted to? <laughs> oh, no. So, so let's just, stupid and crazy. Let's just interject here. Uh, he didn't just recently meet her. And yes, I think you're going to believe what you want. You're like, but uh, what I said, you just confirmed. So, <laughs> and I have the evidence and proof. So, He has been hanging out with her when he's been telling me, I can't hang out with you because I'm so stressed out. So that's a fact. Instead of like just saying I'm like hanging out with somebody else now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay. So he says, and I can't do anything about that. Okay. So yeah, I guess that's it. I've been asking you to hang out and I feel like you've blown me off by saying that I just don't understand how hard your life is right now. But then when you find somebody that you do like, you find time. So maybe it would have been a little bit more respectful to me that when I asked you to hang out to tell me that you started seeing somebody. Left in the dark? You're acting like we're together or talking a lot since I've been back from Mexico. And we haven't. You've been asking me to hang out the past 10 days? Question mark? Exclamation point? Question mark? Exclamation point? Question mark? So, yes, he left town. And like I said, that last night together, and then he was like, I love you. I'm going to FaceTime you while I'm there. I love you a couple of times in this 
uh, back and forth. Thank you. And he was, he's going out of town with this girl that is his like friend that we had talked about earlier. The, the, the girl that he met on an app and like they became best friends. And I made a joke about like, Oh, are you going to sleep with her? Like, Oh, is that how you're paying for the trip? And, and he's like, Oh no, that's gross. Like, she's like my mom, which actually she's the same age as all of us. But, um, and he's like, no, she's my best friend. You will like know her when we get married and you'll be like friends with her and she'll like be at our wedding. He said that at the same time, he's saying, I love you and fucking me right before he leaves. And then he's now in this text exchange acting like I'm ridiculous for thinking that we were okay um yes i've been asking you to hang out since you got back from mexico that's such a ridiculous text and tell you after i've hung out with someone once or not at all that i'm seeing someone my goodness but every time i did you either avoided the question or said that you were too stressed but then you weren't too busy or stressed to find and start dating somebody else, which is totally fine. Before you left from Mexico, we had a really good night together. So if something changed after that, it would have been great for you to have told me. That's all I'm saying. It's not a ridiculous text, fuckboy zero. Yeah, it is. And plus, then this entire time in this exhausting conversation, you could have just said that you had started dating somebody and it would have been over and you just wouldn't be honest about it. I do love you dearly and always will. <laughs> Both of you, the kind and understanding and, and the very mean when you get drunk or do drugs and, and by drugs, he means Adderall. That you right. for. <laughs> what you a prescription for? I just had to throw that in there because Thank you. he's talking about something you have a prescription for and trying to gaslight you into saying that that's some sort of like illegal tampering with illegal substances. It's so, a medication that you were prescribed. <laughs> so I do not do drugs. People. Right. That's why I just had to interject yeah. that because I know that and I'm sure everybody, but it's just the gaslighting continues with oh, no, this ridiculous nugget. When I do drugs. AKA take your medication that your doctor told you to. <laughs> like he, uh, yeah, he's trying to make it. a so ridiculous crazy. person. Oh my God. I can almost read that without laughing. Oh my God. I love both of you. <laughs> both of you. Kind and understanding and, and the very mean. <laughs> okay. And the very mean when you get drunk or do drugs and. It's totally fine. I think I just needed to see that evidence that you had moved on so that I could not wonder if there was going to be something between us or not. Please don't invalidate my feelings, though. You've done and said some extremely hurtful things. Maybe you don't even remember, but they have left a mark. <laughs> really? What the fuck? Fuck boy zero. Sorry. He's trying to like, yeah, he's trying to make himself sound like the victim. I don't think any different of you. And as I said, I will care about you very deeply until the day I die. I totally disagree. I don't think that's fair at all. Okay. Of course you disagree. And then he does the shruggy guy emoji. Story of us, I suppose. And that is it. I did not reply to that last message and I never replied again. 
So then he unfollowed me on everything and removed me from his stuff. Um, but the woman that he has started dating, which we have called Sandwich for very personal reasons. And, and I just want to preface this for everybody listening. Anne and I do not, we have nothing against this woman. Like it's not her fault. Not at all. She has no idea this went on. Probably the poor thing he's doing this to her and she doesn't even realize it. We just had to give her a nickname, but we've become obsessed with watching her stories. <gasps> she posts all these things about them and knowing what we know about him too makes me feel bad for her. Yeah. So her Instagram is still public. And so Em and I have gotten into a hobby, like it's a reality show. You look at her page and her story with our puppet accounts, of course, not our actual accounts, right? to uh, see what they're up to. And she posts him all the time. Well, and she posts... This is the part that kind of makes me feel bad for her, like on a human level. Like number one, I know that he's probably talking to multiple other women besides her. And she's posting a lot of stuff about him and saying, you know, basically that she loves him or this is what it's like to love me and making it like they're very much a couple. But sometimes it's almost like her posts seem sad and kind of desperate because she'll post a video of him not even looking at the camera and then looking over and realizing that she's videoing him and it's an awkward not good content video but she still throws it up there like look I I have a man to post in my story she's just putting pictures and videos of him up that are not relevant to anything just to be like look look he's here with me I was going to say, I might send you the screenshots of like when I said that I stormed out like the four-year-old, what was said right before that, because um, I'm not crazy for storming out like a four-year-old. Okay, here it is. Uh, Hold on. I'm going, I'm almost there. It was the beginning of December. Oh, so sad when you see me like being so desperate at the end of this. Man, that's hard to look at, but... Okay, you see all those new ones? Yeah, I'm reading through them. Um, so it starts with that one with the where he's holding the fish. We should intro this. Since we just talked about that last Fuckboy Zero conversation, I'm going to take it back. So start, start again. As I said, and I very much double down on the statement that you are, in fact, the best of the best humans. Ha ha ha. Well, I pretty much never get sick of hearing that. So with a lot of O's and a lot of emojis. Well, I won't stop telling you heart heart. Yay! Exclamation point. Then he sends a big old picture holding a fish like every douchebag. Almost nine pounds. (laughs) And I and I exclamation point it. OMG! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Like party emoji. That thing is huge, exclamation point, trophy emoji. Monster. Swooning gif. I want you to come with me sometime. You need to get yourself a good fishing pole. And then I do a gif of the little girl shrugging. I'm going to get a pink one. And then the next day, like in 2.48 p.m. in the afternoon. Hi, have you used this website to look for jobs? FYI, I've been asking all of my clients if anybody's like has open positions, sending him leads, which later I found out he never contacted any one of them. I haven't yet, but I will definitely check them out. So then five hours later. Hi, babe. 
I met with some peeps to try and get a job tonight. What are you doing? Should bring your computer and come stay with me tonight, then go fish with me tomorrow. Cleaning the kitchen after dinner and having a glass of wine now. How was the meeting? Question mark, question mark. Eh, it was okay. I need to meet with the people you gave me. I will when I have a car. What happened to your car? Gone. I'll explain all the shit I'm going through when we are face to face. Just come be next to me. Nothing scandalous. I just love more than anything when you're next to me. Aw, I love that more than anything too. And you love sleeping in my comfy bed, so you'll be fine. Bring Annie for real. And that's my dog. Bring your computer for tomorrow and bring her to my apartment. He's basically saying like, come work from here tomorrow. You don't have to, but you can. I would take her out and take care of her while you work. Hun, I'm sitting at Sidecar Social. I promise you I'll still be awake. You better bring your computer. Okay, I'm about to Uber home. You better be sleeping next to me tonight. Stop reading messages and not responding. Oh, because that's when I had him on red. Oh. I'm trying to get all my stuff together to come over. Yes, get your life together and come to me. Don't be afraid to overpack. I may never want you to leave. That sounds like a marriage proposal, laughy face. Well, let's rephrase that. I never have. LOL. Well, I've asked you to marry me before. Just FYI. Are you actually getting in the car? Literally in less than five minutes. I promise I will text you exclamation point. Four minutes, winky face. Ha ha deal. Tell C I'm sorry, but I need his mom more than he does at the moment. Oh, I will. He likes you. I like him. He's a badass kid. And I don't hand those comments out lightly. You better bring stuff to work from apartment tomorrow. I will be there in 20 minutes or less. My apartment is a complete and total mess, by the way. Just letting you know. Sorry in advance. I'll clean it tonight to make way for you to work tomorrow. It's open, babe. Just come in. Okay. That is the night where the next morning I have the four-year-old temper tantrum we talked about and storm out, go home. So after all those things that we just read that he said so sweet, I spend the night there. When you went over there, did you not intend to stay with him for a bit? He was the one saying, bring Annie, bring your laptop, stay with me. You didn't though. I didn't, but I went over there thinking that must mean like he is basically like asking me to bring things that would make me stay. So this is at 6.59 a.m. the next morning. I'm sorry. I don't like leaving things like that. Crying emoji. Can I please try again? Prayer hand. Let me just interject too that I always go to the place where I'm sure that I'm like, everything's my fault all the time. Right. Hmm. Well, you might be ignoring me. I don't blame you. So I guess I'll just say what I want to say here. I really am so sorry. I really feel like I fucked up with you. Ever since I left, I've just been kicking myself and wish that I just brought my laptop and brought Annie. I want to show you that I can trust this and not second guess anything. Yeah, I know. That's like the ultimate like people pleaser thing. So that's like at 8.48 a.m. And then your next line is him is at like noon. Yes. Hun, I took a Valium to sleep. I'm not ignoring you and it's okay. I hear you. I'm just going through by far the worst time of my life right now and just trying to find any way to navigate through it. Which is all bullshit because once we actually see what he's doing with Sandwich, the girl we're going to talk about, they're like out every fucking night. They're golfing at bars. He has no worries at all. Okay. 
I went back through your text from last night and have wanted to hear some of those things from you for so long. I swear I did not mean to ruin our time together or be an asshole on purpose. Again, it's okay. I've heard you, hun, and I'm not saying you ruined it all. Again, I'm trying to figure out a way to get a car and not get evicted right now. Wait, what happened to his car? I don't know. He told me that he gave it to his mom. But why was he going to get evicted? Because he hasn't had a job in months. Oh. I understand. I'm here for you. If there's anything at all I can do. It was just important to me to let you know. And I'm sorry. I guess I just wanted to say I was just really upset and couldn't shake it and wanted to talk to you. I certainly would have let you in. I was completely out. All fucking bullshit. Yeah. Oh, that's the last screenshot I sent. Um, do you want to go to bed and pick this up? Another- yes, I've just been in my car. All- yeah, no, no, totally fine. Uh, I'm tired too. So yes, I'm going to stop it now and we'll pick it up. We've got so yeah. much to talk about. Yes. Okay, love you. Love you. Bye.